Hey, and what's up to my 2021 bosses? You guys, we are back. Uh, Let's just add a little applause, get a little bit of, you know, some toasting going on. I have missed you all per usual. Um, wow. So (laughs) where to begin? First and foremost, congratulations on surviving 2020 for you to be able to listen to this podcast to be able to gain some information from it congratulations i am super super proud of you um and let me go through and wish you all the holidays that i missed so um happy fourth of july happy labor day um happy thanksgiving merry christmas happy halloween and happy new year okay great so now that you've been completely caught up as to how many months we've missed from each other now we have to catch up and i've got some really great great news to share with you all while 2020 was a very difficult year I am so proud to say that we survived and we did the damn thing. So with that being said, you all are not here for a long intro. You are here because you want to understand and know and figure out how I was able to get the clients that I have, have the foundation that I've got with my business now, and also how I plan on balancing all of that for 2021. So without further ado, let's jump into this thing. All right, so before we get started, uh, you would think, guys, you would think after everything that we went through and all of the experiences that we had in 2020 that we would be able to step into 2021 with a little more enlightenment a little bit more enthusiasm a little bit more empathy but no uh six days in and we're already on some tomfoolery so first and foremost to all of the congressmen and congresswomen who made it out okay from yesterday's attack on the nation's capital yes for my out of the usa listening members we had an attack of our nation's capital by some of our own nation's people if you want to say it that way um but yeah so to all the congressmen and women that survived i'm very very happy that you all made it out okay and i am very very sorry that you had to experience that lock-in for the hours that you were in there for and to the people that did that absolute shame on you and i want to say this because as a woman of color as a woman of color who owns a business as a woman of color who definitely plans on establishing a platform that encourages and promotes and praises diversity and also education within that diversity what happened yesterday was an extreme disappointment but also not a shock to anyone that was actually living in america um since 2016 and 
I don't really care what your political preference is at this point because now it's no longer a political standpoint. It is a standpoint of just understanding privilege and understanding the difference in what happens when you are of a certain race and what happens when you are of of another certain race. So I'm just going to let that tea sit there and simmer for a little bit, but I could have not posted anything this week but there's too many people trying to stop all of the positivity that people really want to put into this year I mean guys we haven't really had any type of experience in the 21st century like we had in 2020 and so I know there's so many people out there who really want 2021 to not be a 2020.1 okay so with that being said we will not stop we will keep going we will keep pushing forward and that is why you all are getting your episode today and with that being said we're gonna go ahead and get started so Let me give you guys a little background as to what's been going on. Obviously, last month, if you were not following my YouTube channel, please do. It is K Consulting. You can definitely find me there. We will be having more videos this year, but I think I made one of my coolest, most informative videos last year about how I was able to make $1,000 on Upwork. In conjunction with that, I also was able to get 1,000 plays on anchor and that for me for some people that might be a very very small goal but for someone like me who does a lot of things spur of the moment and who is working very very hard to find that professional voice and what I really want to do 1000 plays is amazing to me so thank you to everyone that listened and thank you to everyone who will be listening in the future and sticking sticking along or staying on board I guess would be a better way of saying that staying on board um, to become a part of the boss community so um, last year started my business which is crazy (laughs) because I know a lot of people started their businesses during the midst of a pandemic which to me just shows the true spirit of human nature like even through the the fiery pits we are still rising up out of the ashes and it's absolutely beautiful so started my business last year made one thousand dollars in maybe like less than a month or so and that's big for anyone that's stepping into this virtual assistant or executive assistant or remote working owning your own business thing your first 1000 feels pretty darn good it doesn't really go anywhere um except to expenses but it feels good because it is a milestone and it's something that needs to be praised so for 2021 i said how am i gonna up the ante how am i gonna take, take that next step forward well Last year, I was balancing uh, one full-time and one part-time client. And of course, you guys know me, I'm spur of the moment. Kay does what she wants. So I now have not one, not two, not three, but four clients. Yes, you heard me right, four clients. I've built up enough of experience from the two clients that I had, also with the skills that I was learning on my own, And I went ahead and just, you know, bagged me about four clients. But here is how I was able to get these clients and what I want you to work on all of 2021. Now, the first thing that I did was I listened to the people that are around me. I took advice specifically from my fiance 
who absolutely was adamant about certain things and honestly was the reason why I had to sit back and think. I was not doing what I loved. I was doing what I thought I had to do. So the first thing and the first step, obviously, if you're driving, don't stop to take notes. It's a podcast. You can come back and listen to it whenever you want to. But if you are able to take notes, this is the first thing. The first thing that I did and how I was able to find my balance is I evaluated what I really wanted, what type of client I wanted, what type of business I was really trying to run, exactly who and what I was not going to work with and what I was not going to do. And I say that because a lot of times we get desperate, guys. When we first get started, we're excited. We just got finished designing all of those beautiful templates in Canva or downloading some free stock images from whatever website we could find them at. And we just go ham. But we're afraid to take that step out there and do what we want to do because we're like, well, now I have no experience. Yes, I worked in this office for X amount of years and I've got great secretarial skills or I'm awesome with technical support or customer service, but you've never worked with a company as an independent contractor before. So now you're just kind of out there in limbo. And what do we do when we're out there in limbo? We start grabbing at whatever we can find. And I'm telling you from experience, that is the absolute worst thing that you could do, not just for your business, but also for yourself. Because when you work in corporate America or when you work for another person, you now are aligning your values up with what they say. The best part about being an entrepreneur and owning your own business is you get to do and say what you want. But it's difficult for a lot of people because you've never had that opportunity before. You never had a chance to sit down and say, what do I value? What do I want to look at? What do I want? So that's what I did. I took a step back and I said, okay, this is what I will and this is what I won't. This is how I feel and this is how I don't. And all of that really helped me to set in stone what I was looking for. So once I knew what I was looking for, and if you guys are interested, I will definitely tell you, I am looking for diversity and I wanted to work with women. It was important to me, obviously, number one, because everyone knows that minority groups are doing the absolute best they can to have a voice. I think 2020, as horrible as it was, it was a year we needed. We needed those hardships and those trials to say, to be in our faces. Really, that's what we needed. We just needed them in our face to say, this is really how ugly things can be. Now I'm testing you. I want to see the challenges that you can overcome. So when 2021 comes around, boom, there you go. You're ready to move. Uh, And so for minorities, definitely, we won. We went through so much But we won in the long run because here we are making podcasts, starting businesses, opening up YouTube channels, becoming content creators, influencers, bloggers, all of that stuff. Because we saw what we were able to go through and still stand up and just, you know, shake the dust off to say and to come back up. So that's what you that's what I did. I said, I want to work with diverse women and I also said I wanted to make money, but I wanted to make money my way. Making money, obviously, there's a difference, obviously, guys, between being rich and wealthy. And I did not want to be wealthy. I was rich 
in my opinion. I had had nothing to worry about financially at one point, but in a way, I was empty, and I knew that. So now I had to refocus and say, okay, I want to be wealthy. And in being wealthy, that meant sticking with my values. So now, guys, I have high-paying clients that give me exactly what I want. Like, they fit my bill. They do what I need for my wallet. But now they're also aligning with my values, and I did not have to compromise. And with that being said, now, that is what I use for my step two. And step two is understanding that you will not make it if you burn out. Burnout for a lot of people can do a lot of things and it can also take its ugly head from the bottom and raise it to the surface at any point in time. For me, I had to make sure that I did not burn out. I had to make sure that I let everyone know, all of my clients know, I am not available on this day. I am not available after this time. You will not have my attention if you email me, text me, call me, message me after whatever time this is. And here's why I did that. Because when when you are running your own business, you are setting the tone for how other people are going to treat you and how they're going to work with you. And beforehand, it didn't matter up till 3 a.m., doing this, doing that, stressing out about X, Y, Z, not having the resources to do this, but still trying to figure it out. No, I absolutely refused to do that. Uh, so that was, that was another thing. Like I had to make sure that my clients understood that burnout is not on my forte and I will not do it. And obviously when you search for the right people, you get the right answers, which then leads us to number three, which is be okay with a no and be okay saying no. I've talked about this before. Nobody likes rejection. It's a painful little thing, but at that same token it's a little thing there are so many businesses out there and so many different things that you could actually be super super qualified for but you're so excited or you're so nervous or you're so broke that you're just gonna say yes to everything and you can't do that um I had a couple of invitations. Obviously, you guys know I'm still on Upwork. I'm still an Upwork fan. Um, And obviously, there were a lot of people after becoming a rising talent that I became. There were a lot of people sending me invitations to work. But a lot of them also got no's. Now, obviously, I took the interviews because obviously interviewing is really, really good for experience in communicating with different people, knowing what questions some of them are going to ask, knowing what kind of questions you want answers to. Interviews are great, but also know that not every interview is the one, okay? It's not always the one. Sometimes you can just do an interview and just be like, well, this was a great experience for both of us, but I'm going to have to pass on that. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Uh, And it just... Again, it flows in with the mindset of no could always set you up for a better yes in the future. So say no when you have to, know your limits, know what limitations you have, and then you should be set up for success. So now number four, and number four can be tricky 
if I'm being honest, because a lot of people, again, everyone has different boundaries and other people, but only take on what you can handle. If you need $5,000 for your expenses and to also be able to live comfortably, then you need to build your skills up. And I guess four is also like a four subsection A is to get your skills together. Get your skills up. People don't want you or they don't want to see your rate being $35 an hour, $50 an hour, but you only know how to use Microsoft. That's an absolute no-no and it's not going to get you where you want to be. You need to continuously maintain that student mindset and to train. And or if you are still in that training mode, but you really, really, really want to work with someone, then look for clients who are specifically willing to train you in certain aspects. And that way you guys can then find that bridge and work together. And don't be afraid to ask about that in an interview, please. You don't, first of all, yes, you need to be able to do the job but they know you're not an expert. You are a freelancer or you're a virtual assistant who just started their business at home because you're a mommy of two and you really just wanna work at home and be with the babies, but also be a boss ass kicking mama. That's fine, all that is okay. But you still need to be able to ask them the questions that are gonna benefit you in the long run. And one of my clients is training the mess out of me right now. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing in one of these platforms that we're using but they know that I am a self-starter they know that I'm diligent they know that I will ask questions when necessary or after figuring it out myself and because of that they take that chance with me and I learn that and so obviously in the future if we decide to part ways or if things change with my position whatever have you I can look back and say yes I learned how to do this and I'm comfortable now because I've built this relationship with these professional people and they know my work ethic and that's also gonna set me up for references see guys I'm giving you all the tea all of the all of the tea you need is right here in this episode I kid you not so be okay with your boundaries and also be okay with asking those questions and hitting the nail on the head with whatever works best for you and I would say tip number five tip number five guys is trust yourself trust your knowledge trust what you're about and trust that if you give 100% you will get 100% and if you slack off then you'll miss it that's pretty much how it goes there is no if ands or in betweens about it no buts or whatever it is pretty much straightforward you will give and you will get but you have to give first so always remember that so that's the the background as to how I did it and how I'm doing and what's going to go on with that now to translate that into your 2021 resolutions and goals that is going to be a doozy so we're going to jump into that in just a second back so this is the part of the episode that is the most relevant because it's January and I have to say the new year new me new year resolution it only gets ran out or played out because people don't 
listen <laughs> and they don't balance and they don't stop they just go and here here is my point a lot of people do too much too soon with their resolutions and that is why they burn out so fast and I'm not sure if I mentioned this in my new year uh, episode back in 2020 but I really want to touch on it and really just devote an entire section to it for this podcast so well, excuse me for this year I had a lot of goals for 2020 and I had absolutely no idea that 2020 was going to be the way it was no one did and when it happened man it was a lot I had so many experiences that took place last year and if someone had told me on January 1 of 2020 that hey by the way just want to let you know like all of these things are going to happen to you I would have been like yeah right whatever get out of my face this is going to be the best year of my life I'm going to start my business it's going to be fantastic no that's not how it went down at all um but I will tell you what did happen strength and and true strength and just recognizing that and it really gave me perfect insight as to how I'm doing my life for this year and specifically how I want to maintain it guys I really really want you to maintain your resolutions this year and here are some ideas and things that will help you make it through so the very very first thing is to stop making 35 resolutions or whatever number you are making. So many resolutions or too many resolutions are going to set you up for absolute inadequate failure. Please, I probably have maybe less than three resolutions this year. I kid you not. I might be maxed out at about five. And here's why. We think that it's always the major things. Right. For example, this is not a reflection of my resolutions disclaimer and also trigger warning. I am not saying this to bring any shame to anyone. It is just a really, really good example of what happens to people when they get overwhelmed or they set goals that are just way too, way, way too big. So if, for example, you have been having extreme issues with your health or your weight, and that could be trying to lose weight or also trying to gain weight a lot of times people set goals for I want to gain or lose X amount of pounds now they have no guide they have no standpoint all they have is a bunch of YouTube videos and some virtual coach that they've been secretly watching on all of these different fitness apps right okay so here comes January you're excited you're ready you've already sat down you've written it all out you've got your dream body board on Pinterest you are ready to go and then January hits and you start getting it and you're going and you're going but something starts to happen when February March and April and May come around and you forgot that the rest of your life does not revolve around that one goal that you have set and that means it is hard as hell to get back into the flow of work you just came back from what a two-week break or you were getting shorter hours or worse, you got laid off or you've only been working part-time and the only connection you've had to human beings is through a Zoom call 
or a FaceTime with a family member or socially distancing with that one grocery store member that you keep checking in on at Walmart or whatever grocery store. Like that's all you've had. And so now here comes 2021 knocking at the door and we are hopefully trying to get back into the swing of things. And now the rest of your life is also starting to come at you. And I'm not saying that you can't handle it because clearly you're a boss and you can. What I'm saying is that you need to start off small. Start off with, if you're trying to lose weight, why not wake up maybe 10 minutes earlier than you normally do and then just walk. Walk around somewhere. Get your headphones in. I know you all bought those AirPod Max, like the AirPod Pro Maxes. Yeah, I know you bought those. So put those bad boys on, connect to your favorite song on Spotify, and just walk around your house. Walk, like, and obviously, yes, we are still socially distancing. So if you don't have to go to a gym, don't go. Or if your gym practices, perfect coronavirus guidelines then go to your gym but just start off by walking if your goal is to gain weight then why not again wake up 10 15 minutes earlier and just eat a very very high protein meal or something like that like break down your resolutions i think a lot of times people they set their resolutions so so big and they don't look at the micro steps it takes to get there so make sure again you start off small that's the first thing less is more Okay, minimalism is becoming a little bit more popular now, I think, because a lot of people realize that all the things that they, excuse me, all of the things that they had or all of the things they thought they needed, they couldn't get access to it. And so it really makes sense for minimalism to start trending in 2021. But starting off small, doing less, and that will be more. The second thing is stop playing yourself stop it yes your resolutions need to be challenging but come on okay there's no way if you haven't been practicing it and you haven't making it a habit there's no way that you can say i'm going to wake up at 5 a.m every single day for all of 2021 and if i don't it's going to be the worst year ever no if you stay up until four o'clock in the morning it is going to be very difficult for you to wake up at five o'clock or 5 30 in the morning that's a no-brainer so set realistic resolutions i say this every year i think whether it's on a podcast or if i post it on instagram or if i say it to someone in person but just set realistic goals challenging isn't stupid okay it's a very i know very strong wording but i believe that again 2020 came and went guys we don't have to pull punches anymore we've been through this we've had those tough conversations don't be stupid use things that make you you and also build on the things that are maybe holding you back a little bit but do it in a realistic standpoint for example i will put myself on blast there is no way in the world guys that i'm going to become a morning person i'm not but i have a client that specifically requires that i am awake functioning and moving around by 8 a.m so do you know what i do i'm staying up i am not sleeping i might sleep maybe in the afternoon and like power through some z's for a couple of hours and then i'm usually awake by 11 o'clock and i'm staying up until two o'clock in the afternoon pushing through and is it healthy probably not and I will fix it eventually but what I'm saying is is that I know my strengths and my weaknesses and I know when I am doing my best work and I know when I listen to my body and when I need to rest and the best part is is that they understand that and also no one's making me do this this is a choice that I have chosen for myself I have very unconventional sleeping patterns 
but I'm also the happiest I've been working these unconventional sleeping patterns and this unconventional work schedule than I ever was working any type of nine to five or a quote unquote scheduled work job. But again, I have to set realistic expectations for myself and I expect you, ha ha ha, to do the same. Now, the next thing that will help you create a balance is to work on it every day. And this is the part where I think a lot of people get a little jumbled up because you just, you get tired of it. You know mentally when you are about to let go. You know mentally when you're about to stop. You know when you are not pushing yourself. So you have to acknowledge that bad habit, that bad mindset, and now step into a better light, a stronger mind, and say, I will not eat fast food today I am not going to buy my fifth cup from Starbucks I will not go back to this toxic relationship or I will not continuously work at a job that does not value my health my family my relationships just so they can make a quick capitalism dollar you have to be able to do those things but you have to be conscious of it every single day and um, something else that I okay I have feelings about it and I teeter on it every year this is a year where I'm teetering on one side more than the other but for some people it works to tell them your resolutions and them I mean your family your friends your loved ones and for some people it's probably best that you don't do it I say that type of situation is going to require some true self-reflection If you're the type of person that works better under pressure and you need that constant reminder and people in your face telling you how and what to do, then yes, obviously by all means necessary, tell at least one or two of your most trusted friends and or family members, maybe maybe like one or two of the main goals that you really want to hit. And obviously, if you are taking my, you know, first piece of advice and starting off small, then it should only be one or two goals to begin with. But if you know that you need that constant, hey, flashing light, this is important, then I would recommend telling at least one person that will remind you and motivate you in a healthy way. Uh, This year, I am going to take more of a uh, more of a personal note and I'm keeping a lot of my resolutions to myself because I noticed over the years that when I tell people my resolutions I get really excited and I think that just because I said it I'm doing it and I don't want to do that this year this year I want to make sure that I know for myself what I'm doing because and this goes so perfectly in with business and with connections with other people because this is so true. You do this in your personal life and so you more than likely will do it in your professional life as well. But we wait or we say or we speak things to other people in expectation that that's what they think that we can do. Or just because we've said it, we think it's true or we think that's how it has to be. Or, okay, well now that I've told someone, now it matters, but then you're not really doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the other person so they can see you doing it. And self-gratification, is so powerful instant gratification is not when you are doing things to make yourself happy then you know that it's the absolute best feeling for yourself and sometimes keeping a secret is a good thing 
especially if it's a winning secret. Let people notice it and see it within you. Don't go around. If you are, again, doing the negative side of this, there is a positive side, but I'm speaking right now on the negative side of it. If you're the kind of person where you're looking for other people to see you doing things or the only time you're really feeling like you're doing it is if you're around other people, the best thing for you to do is to take a step back and realize that those people around you, hello, may not be there. 2020 taught us that. We learned very, very quickly that just as fast as we could go and meet up with a friend at a cafe is now just like that, snapped away from existence because she could, she or he could give you the COVID. So you had to make sure that now the pressure is on you. Are you your biggest cheerleader? Are you your biggest motivator? Are you doing for you what you should be doing? Not making it or putting it on for other people. So again, that's what I'm doing for myself this year. Trusting my gut, understanding that I am enough, that I can do this. And I'm sharing that message and really wanting everyone else to understand that you're not alone if you feel that way. And yes, it is a challenge and it can be very difficult to fight through that notion. But I believe that, again, in this community that we are building, building opportunities and seeking success, we are going to do that also in our personal lives as well. So if I'm interested to know if you are the kind of person who does better work because there's pressure around you and you have like that buddy system and someone else is like encouraging you to reach your goal while you encourage them or are you going to be the kind of person like me this year where you're just like I want to cheer for me because I don't want people I don't want to get comfortable waiting for other people to cheer so I'm really interested to see you know what everyone's doing this year and how you plan on working that out but overall guys I want my goal or my wish hopefully by this time next year, um, is that we actually have a community where we can have healthy, wonderful conversations about our businesses, where we're at, how we're doing. I definitely want to get some content out for you guys, more visual, audio, and maybe some tangible content. We'll see how that goes. But 2020 taught me that if you do nothing else, just take care of yourself. And when you take care of yourself, you will take care of everything else and all of that good, gushy, cliche, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But guys, thank you so much for listening. I really want your 2021 to be a successful one. I want to see you and I am hoping that you will be able to see yourself reaching these goals and being on top of whatever mountain you set for yourself. If you have decided not to set goals this year, I completely understand where you're coming from. I get it. But I would introduce to you just the notion of maybe just one goal. Something very, very small that you can do daily or weekly or just whatever. Um, And I say that because I don't want you to lose that drive. I don't want you to lose that gumption. Or I don't want you to think, okay, well, this year is just going to be like last year. So there's no point. It's always a point. There is always a place to go. And I definitely don't want your business or your clients or even, again, your personal relationships to suffer because we are pretty much experiencing, you know, PTSD from last year. And again, I will mention it because y'all know how I am. 
I am not going to allow the actions that took place on January the 6th, 2021 to prevent me or prevent any of the other minority small businesses, people of color, women, LGBTQI. I'm not going to allow any of that mess to prevent the growth that could be had, especially for my platform. So we're going to hit the ground running and whatever they were trying to stop, it only gave us more fuel in the tank to just continuously kick ass. All right. Thank you very much. So with that being said, I want you to continue being bossy and I will see you guys or well, maybe not see you. I will talk to you all on the next episode. This felt great. I can't wait. And I will talk to you all real, real soon. Thank you.